0: This is Adrian Hart with your Southeast Colorado News on seconews.org. We're here on Colorado Avenue in downtown La Junta with Don Sanchez. She's the public information officer with the Rocky Mountain Incident Management Team uh, here assisting with the local response to our wildfire efforts at Fort Lyon as well as at Bent's Fort. Uh, hey, Don, welcome to La Junta. How are we doing?
1: I'm doing well. Thanks for having me.
0: All right. Thank you for uh, taking the time to come meet me and uh, do this interview in person. Uh, So tell us about the Rocky Mountain Incident Management Team and the services that you guys do.
1: Yeah. So the Rocky Mountain Incident Management Team, um, our full title is Rocky Mountain Area Complex Incident Management Team 3. Uh, so team three, we are a one of three incident management teams that are located in the Rocky Mountain region, which is a five-state region. It's Colorado, Wyoming, Nebraska, South Dakota, and Kansas. Uh, so our teams are comprised of uh, team members from all five states. Uh, there is a common misconception with incident management teams that we are a federal team. We are not. Often we do get activated. Uh, when fires receive federal funding um, or some sort of state assistance, which is the case here uh, with Colorado State. Um, But we are a team that's, that's built with Uh, We do have some federal employees, so some of our employees work for the U.S. Forest Service, Fish and Wildlife Service, those agencies. But we also have team members who work for municipal departments. Um, We do have uh, team members who work for very small uh, volunteer fire departments in um, rural Wyoming. And so we're really comprised of all these different types of people that have um, special skill sets. And we come together as a team. We stay together all year. Um, And we respond to fires together. So when we show up, we're able to come together and just start working um, like we've been working together for years. It's A
0: well-oiled machine, if you will.
1: It's a very well-oiled machine. Um, A lot of us have been together for many years on this team. Um, So this team was called in uh to by colorado state the colorado department of fire prevention and control okay uh so we call them dfpc they called us in ordered us uh to come in and help support uh managing these fires and and we didn't so much come in to take over these fires what we did is we came in to assume command to help support the firefighters that have been working on this fire and so we do that in a few ways uh one of the ways we do that uh immediately is is to come in and relieve those firefighters that have been out here for 24 36 hours um, get them to be able to go home get some rest catch up um, recuperate recuperate, refurbish their engines resupply their engines Mm -hmm. and then be ready to either come back out on this fire or these two fires or to be available again for your local community responding to new fires and new incidents The other way we do that is we come in and we have a lot of logistical support. And so we're able to get supplies, water, food to the firefighters on the ground. So there's a lot of things that we do, including public information officer. And that takes uh, the stress load off of uh, the local folks who've been doing this for the last several days so they can get some rest as well. So um, our team doesn't necessarily come in to take over. We come in to support the local unit and really to give give the local unit a break and to be able to manage that uh, to the scale that we can Um, as a large incident management team.
0: Awesome, we certainly appreciate you guys bringing your team to help the Southeast Colorado community and help those firefighters as they, uh, yeah risk it, uh, putting their lives on the line. It's nice to know that you guys have that extra logistics background uh, to help with that experience from so many other sites. Um,
1: yeah, absolutely. And in, you know, in addition to the logistics, we have a a medical team that makes sure that we have plans just in case somebody gets hurt so we can utilize local ambulances and the local hospitals and and to get plans together for things like that. Finances, so lots of different areas. Communication, so radios, um, just a lot of different pieces of the of the um, cogs of the wheel, so exactly. to speak. Exactly from the technology uh, to, to that
0: face to face human interaction yes. that you need to uh, build that team. Absolutely and to plug in.
1: Absolutely. So,
0: if our community wants to help the firefighters, uh, how do they do that?
1: Yeah, so we often get questions of how do we help the firefighters? What can we do? Um, And and typically in the early stages, those are things that have already been done here, which is um, donating water and Gatorade. Uh, But one of the things that we all tend to forget, including uh, myself and, and, um, you know, most of the community is that when these these local departments respond to these fires, um, it takes a lot for them to respond. So, in a matter of 48 hours there's gas that it took to to be out to the fire it's um supplies in terms of hoses and nozzles and all of the gadgets and things that put all the the tools together there's um potential of tires that that may pop there's you know incidental damages to things here and there all of those have to be fixed at some point point. and so we really encourage people to support um, the local departments so when they come off of these fires they can actually do that um, rehab on their trucks and get everything back together buy the new parts that they need all the supplies and get ready to do this again because it takes so much to do this and the local fire departments here are absolutely amazing they've done yes, such they a great job in really supporting those departments and, and a lot of that is financial and, and I know that's hard for some folks, but even small amounts and con- contacting your local department and asking them what's the best way we can support you. Yep. If you if you can't give monetarily and you want to give your time, um, talk to them ahead of time about volunteering. If you want to fight fire, make sure you do that in the winter before fire season and you can get some training and get signed up. So when a fire happens, you can come right in and help them out. Um, if you don't want to fight fire, there's also um, folks that we need to help bring supplies, bring food, bring water to those firefighters. So just again, that logistical support is is huge for those firefighters on the, on the ground. So contact your local agencies, contact them early before fire season, before mm-hmm. the fire starts and have them plan in place to be able to support them when they're out there uh, serving the community. Community.
0: awesome thank you so much for sharing such useful public information with our community absolutely and we appreciate what you guys are doing um, is there anything that you would like to add
1: uh, we're just glad to be here in the community um, it's an unfortunate situation for us to be here but we um, love being able to support the local community and, and the fire departments here and, and doing what we can while we're here uh, so yeah we're, we're good to, we're glad to be here
0: all right we're good to go uh, thank you very much Don uh, with uh, the the Give me the full name of the team again one more time. We're going to test it.
1: The Rocky Mountain Area Complex Incident Management Team 3.
0: That's right. Sometimes we need a little help from our friends. This is Adrian Hart on About the Valley on SecoNews.org.